0: name is andrew adams and this is don't you dare talk to me today we have another fun double deep fried triple deep fried this time fun christmas (laughs) episode uh with the now official producer of don't you dare talk to me will fisher (laughs) hello (laughs) that's right he's back again and this time i didn't have to twist his arm this hard it only took a couple of text messages and a a bomb threat but apart from that will fisher's back he's a lot of fun and those package
1: bombs man those mail bombs
0: yeah, man, I got inspired after I watched Jingle All the Way. And today, don't you dare talk to me about Jingle All the Way, the 1996 comedy stinker that people hate for some reason. But Will and I, when I when I talked to you, I was like, hey, man, I want to do a movie. Let's do a Christmas movie. And you're like, let's do Jingle All the Way, which is fantastic because I never <laughs> even thought we would do it, man. So did you growing up, did you like, does this play hold like a special place in your heart? oh yeah
1: absolutely uh i have a memory of probably being like seven years old mm-hmm. uh renting this movie on vhs from blockbuster yes and like watching it in my grandma's basement on her like old <laughs> tube television yeah Uh it's it's pure nostalgia
0: yeah, dude, and that's the thing is people like there's like so many people and I mentioned it in one of the previous episodes about <laughs> this one guy Jeremy Follows, he like totally ripped this movie apart and I threatened to track him down and make him watch it with me and we're gonna kind of have a great time. <laughs> dude, I also came across when I was researching uh just some like fun facts and stuff about Jingle All the Way, I came across this one um this one review is guy this by this guy named Mark Sablov. Uh he was writing for the Austin Chronicle. It was released in nineteen ninety-six, the year the movie was released, but he hated this movie he gave it a big old fat zero and i grabbed one of the best quotes from it so the one it reads jingle all the way is yet another scary mean-spirited holiday quote comedy that's about as much fun as a stocking full of spiders so (laughs) who hurt this guy man like what did this movie do to him to like you know to make him hate him hate this movie so much you know but i feel like just with it being just like a, a goofy slapstick comedy like it's not something that you're really supposed to like, you know, go in with, you know, your monocle and cup of tea or anything. It's just meant to have fun, and that's what it does. It succeeds. Don't you agree?
1: I, obviously, this guy was a Ted Malton.
0: Oh. <laughs> exactly, man. He had his he had his nose stuck up at it the first moment he saw. Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh shit face, and he's just like oh, it's another an Arnold comedy. <laughs> so, but just to give a little a little background here as we go along. So, Jingle All the Way, released in 1996, it was directed by Brian Levant. Um, so this guy, he was actually, it's like it's right in the vein of his style because he was the dude. Um, do you know the movie The Beethoven, like the 1992 version with like the big dog and everything?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah
0: man. Directed that. He also directed the uh, live, like the live film adaptation of uh the Flintstones like the um I think yeah it was 1994 for the first one and then like Viva Rock Vegas in like early 2000s or I think it was the year 2000 but and and I I didn't
1: know that when you told me that and like thinking about it it does have that same like that same energy
0: yeah man and I feel like it's just the combination of having like this like kind of big symphonic score along with all this like wacky over-the-top slapstick it really gives us kind of like fast-paced really upbeat comedy you know, and then you get like other movies like Snow Dogs and then um, Are We There Yet with Ice Cube, which is like literally you could see that like you could see all like the tracings and everything of this guy's style, which I like it, man. I like it when like a, a director has a particular style and if it works, it works for them, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, man. So it was also written by uh, the, the movie was written by Randy Cornfield, which this was like his only major feature. So I don't know if like just the bad ratings and everything just kind of like scared him away from continuing to write. Um, which really sucks if that's the case. So, but Hey man, it is what it is. So would you say, would you say uh, jingle all the way is your favorite Christmas comedy?
1: Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't really have that many favorite Christmas comedies, but yeah, jingle all the way. That's, that's right up there.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's there's a good like handful of Christmas comedies that like, you know, you get your 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 pillars of being like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Home Alone and all those ones that are kind of like the ones that have abstain, stand the test of time. Um, but then you get jingle all the way. And I feel like people just don't like it for who knows why. <laughs> I think it's just like kind of the mean spirited like, oh, oh I, gotta I get love how I gotta cynical get it is. dude those guys the two people arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad they're like sociopaths in this movie it's yeah like i feel like i mean like granted arnold has like a moment of realization in the movie where he's like this is not right i shouldn't be doing this let's get ready to fucking hear that
1: (laughs) so yeah people weren't ready for this movie in the early 90s or mid 90s they they weren't ready for they weren't ready (laughs) to look at themselves
0: yeah, like and that's the thing too is um it's really cool cuz we let's get into the um kind of the the stuff here this this whole plot or the plot of this movie was actually inspired by events of the 1980s um when like cabbage patch kids were first released it was a complete frenzy for people so this this film it really like kind of mirrored that of what happened and then ironically um in the year of 1996 this whole movie like mimicked the um like the shopping frenzy for the uh tickle me elmo that was released that year so that was like the hot ticket item yeah dude so i feel like people it's just like and even scenes in the movie it's it feels like you're watching like the purge of people just like doing the smackdown (laughs) drag out you know and i think it's meant to do that it's meant to kind of like you know do satirize people that are like shopping during the christmas time and how freaking cutthroat they could be sometimes you know what i mean Oh, absolutely yeah dude um so then a lot of just kind of like some fun facts on this too so like sinbad he uh, honestly he was the one that made this movie for me like a lot of his like acting that you see on there or a lot of the lines that he has they were all like improvised so he would go off script a lot and then too it was funny because arnold schwarzenegger he would improvise a lot of his responses which i think that really adds like an extra like you know little tidbit of comedy there like because i feel I like the writing that. is humdrum. yeah yeah so they, but that's the thing sinbad's like you know a natural improv comedian so whatever mm. happened to him man do you know like why he's not like more prominent and everything uh i think he got sucked
1: into what's it uh that dimension
0: uh oh what is it the de- the dimension of
1: okay like the the parallel dimension
0: uh, oh, <laughs> he's
1: he's in the Shazam dimension. Sinbad oh, got stuck <laughs> to the Shazam dimension.
0: Sinbad's in the Shazam dimension. I don't yeah. know, man. I Like I there, like there was is. there
1: was some kind of cross of energies, and uh, <laughs> suddenly Shaq was in Kazam, and then uh, Sinbad was in Shazam in the in the Shazam uh, same dimension where Berenstein is spelled a little bit differently than.
0: Oh, okay. So you mean the Kazam, like where like the genie in the boombox, like instead of Shaq, it was Sinbad yeah <laughs> are you familiar with that uh that theory yeah i know kazam yeah dude or,
1: it was, that was like, like the you theory know, was... of uh the dimensions were something slightly different like they have like I-, I think shazam and kazam was like the beginning
0: of that but then it
1: also had like how berenstein spelled on the berenstein bears
0: well, uh, I know the the Bernstein Bears theory, but the Kaza- the Kazam one is totally new to me because I've only known the the '90s movie with Shaq and the boombox is Kazam. Like, I didn't know people thought it was Shazam this whole time
1: with Sinbad.
0: <laughs> so, uh, with Sinbad, so okay, so that makes sense, dude. But that's that makes sense though, is because Sinbad was real prominent in like '90s comedies and everything. He was like killing yeah. the game at the time.
1: I could um, definitely see him being a genie.
0: Yeah, for real, dude. I feel like Kazam. I would like that alternate dimension of being like having Kazam instead of Shaq because I feel like you know he's he just has like a better improv to him. You know, being able to kill that. But anyway. oh yeah. We're going to talk about Sinbad a fucking lot in this. So, but let's keep it moving, man. So this what was really funny about this. um, So this whole plot, the whole plot of this movie is about this, this really lame dad, like dad of the (laughs) year, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, He's trying to track down this action figure for his kid called Turbo Man. And then Matt, if you want to buy a Turbo Man yourself, you can totally do that. There's plenty of them to buy on uh, eBay. So there's like during the time of this movie, I forget what company it was, but they released um a bunch of like 13.5 inch action figures of the character Turbo Man which is really cool but you can buy it in new inbox free shipping for $750 so if you need wow. a Turbo Man this Christmas freaking bust open those wallets so yeah man so when this movie was being made it was really funny cuz Turbo Man was actually going to be called Turbo Tom <laughs> so <laughs> and that got me th- that got me thinking like I would really like to hear like Turbo Terry or turbo tina <laughs> just like any anything like that on there i think it would be a lot of fun turbo todd yeah turbo todd that's even better <laughs> so and that all right so here's a question for you do you do you like arnold schwarzenegger in a comedy role or is he just like you can only see him in action roles i prefer him in comedy roles ditto man i love all Arnold. Schwar- like arnold schwarzenegger comedies are like they're so much fun and he the just, thing about he plays movie, the bad
1: dad so well
0: He does like, and he just plays like, even if he, anytime he's like playing out of his element, it plays really well for comedy because you can see that there's like a bit of discomfort there, like a bit of this, like, you know, disconnect for him. Um, and the thing is that I came up in, like, interviews and stuff, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he loved this role. And I really wish he would do more roles like it um, because mm-hmm. he played this, like, every man. And I think that really is on screen because you can see that he's, like, having fun with it. So he's, like, enjoying his time, not having to play this, like, grizzled macho cop or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, also, too, do you know who uh, Chris Parnell is? Like, the... um the snl legend Um, he's like the he's like the shorter guy and he's got like black hair and he kind of talks like this and he's um shit what was it It, yeah jerry he's like he does the voice of jerry from rick and morty yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah dude this was his very first ever movie appearance so this is what put like you know chris parnell on the map as a supporting (laughs) comedy character that's so awesome (laughs) yeah
1: did you did you know that uh anakin skywalker is in this movie
0: uh freaking Christian Haydenson or Slater or whatever. Yeah, it was Haydenson, right? Uh I forgot his name, honestly. I I think it's Christian Hadenson, cuz he's like he's dude, ever since those Anakin Skywalker movies, I can't think of anything that he's been in. But that might just be because I don't really pay attention to like what he's doing. So Yeah, uh
1: no, Jake Lloyd, like young young uh Anakin.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Did he play did he play Jamie or like Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. kid? Yeah. Oh, that's wicked, dude! I didn't even freaking realize that. Yeah. Out of all this, I was only mainly—I was mainly just focusing on like the main cast, which I totally skipped over. So let me just backtrack here for a quick sec. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Howard, Sinbad as Myron, uh, Rita Wilson as Liz, and Phil Hartman as uh, Ted. Which freaking love Ted? He makes this movie for <laughs> me, dude. Like he's <laughs> such—he's such a like scummy horn dog. And plus, two Phil Hartman's voice is like, watch just, yes. Yeah. every time because he has like that big radio announcer voice and i just love it um all right so another fun fact i came across here so uh when there was like in consideration for casting of this arnold schwarzenegger was like not the first pick they were actually considering tim allen to be uh howard so like the main dude Mm. so this made me think and kind of touching on your alternate dimensions thing what if arnold schwarzenegger played the santa claus could you imagine that like do you know the one with like tim allen and everything that would be kick ass man because i was I thinking would, of being, i would
1: watch any movie where arnold schwarzenegger
0: replaces tim allen yeah yeah man i feel like put arnold schwarzenegger in a tim allen role think of him in like home improvement that would be hilarious he's like it's yeah. cool time <laughs> <laughs> no listen it's cool time no man i love can that you, because can you like... imagine
1: arnold schwarzenegger trying to make that weird man noise that tim
0: allen oh, makes like where he goes huh? yeah like arnold i can't even i can't even imagine what that would sound like i feel like it would just be like his arnold screen. like, oh. like <laughs> <laughs> making really like stupid noise <laughs> 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 all right but anyway like i love that dude i would love for arnold schwarzenegger be like the santa claus you're like whoa when did santa claus get jacked to the fucking moon so, oh yeah
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah,
0: man. so but anyway, let's keep it moving, man. So this one, is this one thing so this whole, whole like, idea of like the most popular toy, or like the most sought-out toy, I wanted to go ahead and I wanted to do a little history here, a nice little history lesson as I like to do on these podcasts, um, about the most popular Christmas toys uh, by year. So I took it off an article here uh, this was just give a little credit here. It's by uh, Dina Bustello on uh, Livinglead.com. So thank you, Dina. I don't know if you're alive or if you're still writing or if you would even ever listen to this, but fucking thank you for doing that. So, anyway, let's take it back. Let's hop in our time machines real quick and go back to 1963. Whoa! here we are back in 1963. All right, so the one thing that you're going to want to buy, Will, it's going to be an Easy Bake Oven. So, Mm. that was the most popular there. Uh, Moving on up, 64, we got G.I. Joe, 65. A lot of this too. The '60s was like the time of board games. So this, oh yeah, yeah, okay, dude, I can see that. like this, yeah, this is like when it all got popular. So there's, like '65, '66, '67. That was Operation Twister and Battleship. So those are like the three. Like, when was the last time you played any of those, man? Uh, I was in single digits of age. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was way, way back. I remember playing. Like the last one I played was like Twister when I was like 15, and it was just. It was awkward, man. I've never liked having to like, <laughs> you know, grope up on people like that. It's just bizarre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cuz I'm just not that type of person. No, All it's right. definitely uh yeah, yeah. I get what you no, saying. No, yeah, I, yeah. What are you saying?
1: No, I am with you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> you
0: Yeah, you don't want to get together and play some Twister will. <laughs> Next episode, check it. Will's coming over. We're going to play some Twister or I'm going up there to New Hampshire and we're going to play some fucking Twister. <laughs> first uh
1: first video podcast
0: dude i feel like if i showed up with a twister mat you would lock me out of out of your house you'd be like no 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 no, no. we're not doing that i'm like no come on will (laughs) so but moving right along here we got 1968 that was hot wheels you ever have hot wheels growing up oh yeah oh yeah yeah dude i had a whole collection anytime you go to the dollar store that would be like the thing to get and be like grandma i want hot wheel and they would buy hot wheels Did you call it Hot Wheel? (laughs) Yeah, Grandma, I want the Hot Wheel. I couldn't put S's on my words up until I was 10. It was a tragedy. (laughs) All right, so, all right, this one was really weird. I was was always fascinated by this. This was like a a toy you gave to kids, but in 1969, it was a chemistry set. And that was like the ones where it was like dangerous, where they were literally like, here's some sulfuric acid. Go make poison. (laughs) Don't so." yeah dude like don't drink this and kids were like maybe just a sip so <laughs> all right let's keep it moving we got light uh 1970 we got light bright uh 1971 oh, a space that was opera. all the
1: way back then
0: yeah dude like the ones with like the little plugins and then you would like it would light up and you can make the pictures
1: wow okay I did you have a light like... bright no i remember wanting one really badly
0: though oh really yeah do you still <laughs> remember the song no man. He's what like, was the light song? Bright, I'm light,
1: bright, bright, shine so bright. Something, something, <laughs> something.
0: So, did they keep? Do you know if like they kept make like? When, do you remember when you like wanted one as a kid? Oh, probably when I was like four or five. Okay, all right. So that was like what nineties, early two thousands.
1: Yeah, 90, 95. I mean, yeah, I was. I'm a nineties baby.
0: Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm I'm like semi nineties baby. You know, I'm I'm just a child. I was born in ninety six, so.
1: Hey, you know you're getting older and older we'll, we'll yeah, be getting you know, closer
0: and closer in age the older we get <laughs> there you go i was just riding under the cuff there so and then this, this would be a fucking lame ass gift but 1972 you got uno just a deck of cards i feel like uno was like a fun thing back then they were like oh cool uno but if someone gave me like uno in this day and age i'd be like damn it i could buy i could play this on my phone <laughs> so oh yeah yeah this what next one though 73 kicked it up a notch and they got walkie talkies so
1: okay
0: yeah man 1974 my favorite tonka toy trucks um and then the dump truck yeah yeah like the toy trucks the back oh i had one of those yeah dude i was like as a as a little sprout as a little tot i would always be fascinated by construction stuff um Mm. so like i would i was all about having like tonka toys so (laughs) oh yeah
1: definitely take i had the dump truck myself
0: yeah, man, I had, I had like, a backhoe, and I had a steamroller. It was just, oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> and then um this one, all right, 1975 uh, was a Pet Rock. Did you ever own a Pet Rock? No, no. Good, yeah, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't get fooled by Gary Dahl, which, fuck you, Gary Dahl. I know you, you're probably dead or something, but, all right, so back then, Pet Rocks, $4 a pop over 1.5 million were sold. So this this Gary Dahl guy that came up with this idea, total genius. Like I I like I am so blown away that people would be like, "Oh, it's a pet rock." Ha <laughs> ha. It's so so coy. It comes in this little cardboard box with like hay and stuff, and it's just like this little blue polished rock. It didn't do anything. It was a rock. And Gary Dahl was like, "I'm going to sell this to morons." And he, he became a billionaire overnight. So, or <laughs> that is millionaire. Yeah, man, he's he's built on this pet rock empire. I didn't do any like research to see if he's like still doing well or whatever, but yeah, this is the inventor of the pet rock. God damn it! All right, so moving on. 1976, Connect Four. 1977, Star Wars figurines. So that was right around the time when the first Star Wars came out. So that was like super popular popularized then. Mm-hmm. Um, 1978, we got Simon. Uh, 1979, we got the Atari VCS uh 1980s turn of the century we got future technology called the rubik's cube never <laughs> heard of that <laughs> all right those are, those are
1: picking up steam again
0: yeah man i feel like history just repeats itself when it comes to like trends and toys and stuff so maybe like you know maybe in a few years we'll start e- seeing easy bake ovens pop up again so <laughs> um and then you buy got... a us like a usb easy bake oven i would definitely buy one of those that would be something wild man to be able to like oh yeah i'm gonna cook this little shitty custard pie in my in my (laughs) gonna hook it up to my computer (laughs) it's uh, honestly uh, it's just like one of those like cigarette lighters that you would like use in a car it was just like a bigger one of those just turn like you know crank the little thing sometimes i want two cookies the size of bottle caps yeah man i feel like you know if you ever want to open a bakery or something where you have to like you know, you you want something that's like the size of your fingernail, these little easy bake ovens would be the thing for it. <laughs> <laughs> so this one this one was weird. Nineteen eighty one, it wasn't Legos, it was a specific version like a specific kit. It was like a Lego train. So it was like this uh bullet train or whatever that was really popular in nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty one, so it's a Lego train. Uh 1982 got BMX bikes, so this is when everyone started to get fucking rad. Um oh, and yeah, then, yeah. This was, as I mentioned earlier, 1983, it was the Cabbage Patch Kid craze. So this is when everyone was going crazy, slitting each other's throats for Cabbage Patch Kids. So, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Then this is like this is when we start getting into some cool gifts. We got 1984's Transformers figures, 1985, NES, the Nintendo, um, then 1986, Laser Tag, like Laser Tag you can play at home. So it was like these plastic vests and helmets and they gave you the little That's ray neat. gun and everything. Yeah. Uh, 1987, we got Jenga. 1988, uh, you got the starting lineup baseball figures, which were like figures of like, you know, players. And then it would come with like a little um, like a little pack of cards or whatever. So you'' going to be like, oh, look, it's Reggie Jackson. And then you got like, you know, pack of cards. I don't know if that was in the starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just name. I'm not familiar with baseball at all. Oh, it's cool. Neither am I, man. I'm I'm <laughs> suck at sports. So good thing. Good thing nobody listens to this, or I'd probably get crucified by someone named like who likes sports. All right. <laughs> also likes Jingle All the Way. Yeah, that too. If they're like or, or hates Jingle All the Way, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm gonna listen to this, and they're just like gritting their teeth the whole time, like these motherfuckers. They like Jingle All the Way. I'm gonna so. drink
1: some non-alcoholic eggnog.
0: Yeah, honestly though, man, that's probably what they do, and they probably go to bed at 8 p.m. so anyway 1989 we got the game boy 1990 these are icons you got the teenage mutant ninja turtle figures so that was like the time when like the uh the cartoon released and everything so i feel like that was really popular with kids at the time uh 1991 you got the super nintendo entertainment system uh 1992 don't know why if this if a lot of boys were getting this but it was the barbie dream house uh was the most popular at the time Mm -hmm. um and then 1993, you got the talk boy, which was like the recorder where you could like record and play back stuff. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then like with that um, little callback to it was um what was it Home Alone 2 where he was like recording the TV and mm-hmm. everything and playing it back. he was using a talk boy. So, yeah, I feel like I think that's what made getting, me want to get one so bad. Oh, you were watching Home Alone. You're like, oh, I want to prank the hell out of everyone. Like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like Macaulay Culkin. Uh 1994, you got Power Rangers figures. 1995, you got Beanie Babies. So did you have a lot of beanie babies growing up?
1: Uh you know, I had I had a few well protected, uh high valuable ones to myself. Uh I mean I, they probably weren't worth anything, but I, I thought they were pretty cool. Um I had like the dog, I think his name yeah, was. Yeah, dude. Not to
0: not to blow up um my spot, but my like uncle, he was like super into collecting beanie babies. Um, I don't think he has them anymore, Mike if you're listening to this, uh you shouldn't have sold those beanie babies. Those are probably worth a lot of money now, so why'd you have to do that, man <laughs> anyway <laughs> and then finally, up to the release year of the movie nineteen ninety six as I mentioned before, it was the tickle Me Elmo it was the top top dog item for that year, so yeah, and then it goes on and on. There's it went up, the article went up until like 2016 and everything, but I I didn't want to continue doing that. I figured it just this is a nice little history lesson there. So we hop out of our time machines. Whoa, back to 2020 here. So, all right, dude, let's. Don't you dare talk to me about jingle all the way. So. Let's start talking about it, man. So I kind of have a play-by-play here, and we'll just kind of go right through it, just like just like good old movie episodes. So mm. if you want to go listen to, if or if excuse me, if you want to go watch Jingle All the Way without any spoilers, don't know why you clicked on this. You might as well click off and go go rent it or something. So yeah, on VHS. See, yeah, and while you're at it, while you're go rent it on VHS from a Blockbuster and watch it in your grandma's basement on a tube television. And while you're at it. Go find Mark Savlov and hunt him down and make him watch it again. I want to know if he actually, if his opinions changed at all. So
1: <laughs> I don't know why
0: I'm threatening to like hunt these people down and watch movies with them. I feel like that's I could I could really get myself in some trouble. So. I, I support this. Yeah, dude. I'm just going to show up like on the porch of like just this old man. He's like, who are you? And i am like, I'm your worst nightmare. And I like hold up a copy of Jingle All the Way. <laughs> he goes no i hate that they would come i knew this would come the devil told me you would come (laughs) (laughs) all right man so don't you dare talk to me about jingle all the way so we get right into it we open on this this kick-ass power rangers knockoff where it's like it's literally just like a power rangers knockoff of like these dudes like flying around and it's turbo man so this guy he he must be like a total influence at the time and that's that's basically what it was based off of was uh, power rangers and mm-hmm. we get into, introduced to uh jamie so he's like the little boy and i like to call him captain disappointment because this kid ends up disappointed like five times this entire movie <laughs> so <laughs> yeah dude and then like of all the things Arnold Schwarzenegger could be when we were introduced to him like a mattress salesman I don't think you could get any more humdrum than that or any more ordinary man so yeah of all the things you see him like playing like cops and special commandos and stuff
1: as many times as I've seen that movie I never caught that he was a mattress salesman
0: yeah, like that. Right, he's on the phone. All right. So he's like, because they're doing like a little office party and there's just mattresses everywhere. And you're just like, what is this? And then he's talking about he's like, oh, yes, I will get the double the double queen over to you now. Oh, so,
1: yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. like
0: on the phone and everything. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny. So when I was watching this, I had to go back like a rerun real quick. But when he's like signing a contract or something, he signs his own freaking name, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> like he doesn't sign Howard Langston, he signs. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I feel like the director, Brian Levan or whatever, he was just like, Hey Arnold, uh, when you get the contract, just sign your name. And he goes, Okay, I'll do that. And then he ends up signing his real name instead of his character's name, which
1: what? But yeah, sign Howard. So, yeah, I'll sign Arnold. Yeah, goes, yes, I
0: was I would sign my name, be like, Yes, character's name. Right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he did it and didn't realize he was like, Oh shit, I didn't mean to. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway i thought it was i thought it was really funny so it's like arnold schwarzenegger under like you know impersonating this man so <laughs> anyway we count we go on to here and he's like he's got a split and get to jamie's his kids um karate class to watch him get his purple belt or whatever so mm. we cut away here and we get into we get this like little karate display and we get introduced to um ted which is like this total horn dog guy like he's like the way they're introducing him, like they have like the like these ladies are just like, "Here, I made you some cookies." Oh, thank you for fixing my sink. Blah blah blah. Like, oh yeah, like his, his yeah, voice he's... just
1: adds to it. It's just like he has that voice.
0: Mm, I love it too because yeah, he plays like such a like, kind of a dork a little bit where he's just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, support." I'm mean, like, when I was writing when I was reading this, I was just like, he's putting like putting the moves on these chicks and like, he's like simping for these people. I don't get it. But anyway, we <laughs> learn more thing. about yeah, he's totally. <laughs> Ted's a total simp in this movie (laughs) So (laughs) anyway so we go we go back to Arnold and he's like there's like traffic out the ass on the highway so he does a smart move and takes a shortcut on the shoulder and he's just like tearing ass down the side of the road on the shoulder by this in which everyone has wanted to do that anyone who's like sat in traffic and see that big old open shoulder they just want to like pull out right there and go on rip down there but just like in reality um the cops pull him over and robert conrad who plays the uh the cop there he like stops howard which i get it dude that's like breaking the law it's very dangerous to be just like going 70 miles an hour down the shoulder so i feel like that's not really out of reality or anything so and then he like pulls him out of the car makes him do like a sobriety like every sobriety test in the book of being like you know, oh, is which it, is logical. You know, and like, he like pulled... say your ABCs
1: backwards.
0: Yeah, he was like, he's like, okay, so now stand on one foot. Okay, now do an alphabet test, and the Arnold's like getting more and more upset because he's he's missing his kids karate class. <laughs> so, which, but dude, I get it. Like, that's a logical thing of being like, you broke the law, and now the cops had to stop you. They're just doing their job, man. So obviously Arnold doesn't make it to the karate class and Captain Disappointment, AKA Jamie is real sad about it. So he's just, he's just real sad. Then Arnold gets home and he sees Ted putting lights on top of his house. And then I wrote again in my notes. I'm like, simp. so he's just like, this dude's just trying to bang the whole neighborhood or just like get with everyone's wife. It's just kind of creepy. What does Arnold say? He's
1: like, what are you doing on my
0: roof? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just like, "What are you doing?" And then he like gets inside <laughs> and he goes, "Did you let Ted put the lights on the house?" So <laughs> here's another thing. Just a, not not a to sidebar too hard here, but like I wish more movies would be like, "Oh yeah, this is this is uh, my husband. He's from Austria," or just establish oh, yeah. like. Because Arnold never never does like an American accent, even though they like tag him as American or whatever, which I wish they would just play into it and be like, no, I came here from Austria as a child. And then I got super <laughs> jacked when I got into steroids or just something, man. I, but anyway, that's, I feel like that's just beside the point. I
1: don't know. So, I, I kind of, I see where you're coming from on that. I, I kind of like that they just don't ever mention it. Like, yeah. it's it's almost like they create this character, like the everyday relatable, uh, Yeah, you know, person like an and then they joke. just they just have this he has this weird accent but like but, it, yeah. people become so familiar with him it's just like oh that's you know it's arnold <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just arnold man like that's what he just does but i feel like that's the thing is i feel like i guess i need to play into that more of just being like i i guess i kind of do like how they just play it straight but arnold is like the fur arnold Schwarzenegger is like the furthest thing from an everyday man like he's this giant oh, yeah. jack monster of a dude and he has like this really thick accent and everything so yeah he's, and he was like the governor of the freaking california man so i feel like he's the mo- one of like the two icons of the entire world So he's just the furthest thing from an everyday man, in my opinion. (laughs) Anyway, so we get we get introduced to like, you know, how shitty of a dad Arnold Schwarzenegger is to his kid of being like, hey, I'm sorry I missed that. And he's like trying to like appeal to his kid because his kids or Jamie's real upset. And he's like, all right, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want? And then like Jamie's like, I want a turbo man. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll do it. Easy peasy piece of cake move on a little later and like he's talking with his wife rita wilson and she's like did you get the doll did you already get the action figure like i asked you to like four weeks ago or two weeks ago or whatever and he's like yes i got the doll like he does like that oh shit moment yeah. where he does like the, the big eyes like i love arnold's like oh shit face i just know like
1: that one part she's like well it'd be impossible to get one now they're all gone and then you just see like yeah. the moonlight shine on his eyes
0: and just like Doom. That's what I mean. Like that face right there before that cutaway of like how he does like the big, like the big eyes and like the, oh no. Like that. I love his <laughs> oh shit face. It's always funny to me. Um, But that's the thing, too. I love how she's just like, she's like, yeah, that's like a hot shit item. You ain't getting that at all, man. So and he's like, oh, boy. But Arnold is determined. We go to Christmas Eve of all days and he's going to go out and get this turbo man and his kid, though. So we kind of set up for the finale here in the first act of being like, but dad, what about the parade? You haven't gone to the Christmas parade ever. Not last year or the year before. You kind of suck, dad. Like, (laughs) yeah, like you're not that good, man. But so we got we got that, and like as Arnold's leaving, we get uh, introduced to another piece of the third act of Ted bringing over this fucking reindeer. Which, what the fuck, Ted? Like, oh yeah,
1: that's, where did he yeah, get he, this
0: reindeer from? Yeah, and then like I like too how he sets it up and being like Arnold's like, what are you going to do with it? And then he's just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna release it into the wild. And then this group of deer that I've been watching in the wherever. Somewhere near Saint Paul, it's like they will they'll accept him as one of their own, which I don't think that's the case. I think that reindeer's fucked, like totally fucked at this point. (laughs) So we hit the streets, hit the mean streets of Saint Paul, Minnesota, and we go to the first store. And this is where we get get introduced to the main man, Sinbad, aka Myron. So Hmm. you said too, I like how you put it. He gets real meta at this first part when we get introduced to him of being like, yeah, totally yeah it's like kind of pointing at the audience and being like oh it's corporate america i want you to buy buy more stuff
1: yeah he was talking about how like these uh jingles get caught in like kids heads and uh you know kind of brainwashes like just just the toxic nature of capitalism like you know you you go into this movie and it's like oh this is a funny movie about funny things like uh all the funny videos we see online of people stampeding each other to get the latest toy and like Sinbad just kind of takes a step back in the middle of this movie and is like just talks real about it (laughs) like yeah
0: he's just like by the way like this is how ridiculous we're being and the thing is I like how we get the scene of him kind of like pointing that out and then every scene following that is just this huge escalation of like them trying to get this action figure just this like you know just this toy for their kids which it kind of shows how far you know the love for your child you'll go to you know make them happy or whatever so i guess that's touching in parts so the the heartwarming
1: tale of how love conquers all where love is
0: cutthroat capitalism yeah Yeah, for real dude Uh, like uh, that's the thing is like you get arnold pile driving people that's how much he loves his kid he's like he'll go go the distance for him so i like how that
1: is the like going back a little bit but how jamie like that's what that's what cheers jamie up that's what turns it around for his relationship with his son is that he's like i'm gonna get you turbo man
0: and he goes yes yes i'll get and then also too back uh, while we we're there how you said that these like jingles and stuff getting caught in these kids heads like he literally um jamie you get the scene of him like reciting uh the turbo man like commercial or whatever and he even oh, punctuates yeah, it by yeah. being like batteries and accessories not included and it's just like dang man we've mind what we brainwashed these kids oh and i i was one of them for sure so i'm still one of them yeah yeah, man, so we get this, we get, um. so we both, these both, like, Sinbad and Arnold want this Turbo Man action figure for their kids, so you already get this setting up that they're about to freaking duke it out for it, so we get inside, as soon as they release the, the, you know, they open the doors or whatever, you get people, like, these scenes of just, like, over the top, like, people, like, these workers being stampeded, and all these people, like, literally just killing these workers just to find out all the Turbo Mans are sold out, there's no Turbo Man here. So and this is like the the one scene where we get Chris Parnell like that one uh, SNL legend I mentioned. Yeah, I love yeah. That. I think the scene is really funny cuz he starts laughing at him like maniacally when Arnold out <laughs> yeah. the Turbo man. That's and then one of my favorite scenes in
1: the movie. Store,
0: yeah, everyone else in the store starts laughing at being like this guy wants a turbo man.
1: Ah! <laughs> he just starts out with like that dry heave like wheeze into like a laugh like oh my god it it's just like the perfect it, yeah, it, it's just it's so well done.
0: Yeah, and then finally Arnold like breaks out the big guns and threatens to strangle him, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I saw this one lady got the last one. She left with it on uh, layaway or whatever." Which, dude, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Like, you just sent this psychopath after this woman. Like, <laughs> like Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Arnold does the distance. He like knocks down Sinbad, and Sinbad tries to knock down him, and then like he chases this woman's freaking car just to try and get this Turbo Man, but thank God this poor woman gets away with the Turbo Man and everything, and she's left un- unscathed by by Arnie.
1: So, Oh, no kidding. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. So, we get this little montage here just to show that Arnold's going to all these stores, he's calling them up, and there's no Turbo Man. There's, there's the sidekicks, or whatever, for Turbo Man, but no Turbo Man. Anyway, then, we keep it moving here, and we get, uh, nope. meanwhile... Yeah, what's we the cut- sidekick? Oh, yeah, what was his name? It was like this big pink bear thing. Um... <laughs> booster that's what it was yeah yeah, well, yeah all like, like
1: nobody likes booster
0: <laughs> yeah no that's i was funny moving like on the one scene where they get to the mall you, if you listen close you can hear sinbad like screaming no one wants that we don't want that like when they're like we have boosters and he's just, we don't want that <laughs> oh god i love sinbad he's so funny anyway <laughs> yeah man I hate that like I don't know any like I feel like that's the thing is like anytime you have like a comedian or a, an artist or something you're like god he's so cool he's so funny and then they do something terrible and then it comes out and they're like hey you said you like that guy and they're like I didn't know that at the oh,
1: time oh yeah I, I don't
0: it's it's does Sinbad have any scandal think he does man like i don't i mean nothing really jumps to mind like i know he's been been in like recent stuff like i he was in like an episode of uh always sunny in philadelphia where he played himself he played like this like crazy version of himself um, oh, you know,
1: you know, if the gang's cool with Sinbad, I, I'm pr- I'm pretty cool with
0: Sinbad. I don't know. I feel like that recognizes like if you're still able to get work in the entertainment industry, like you know, it, the scandal might not be that bad, bad. I don't know, but hopefully, yeah. I hope to God that there's no like scandal or anything, and I hope I hope Sinbad's doing well and that he's not like into anything bad. So that's because yeah, it's just yeah, let's end cool on dude. that no. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's keep yeah. let's yeah, let's keep it moving before we tiptoe into negative territory here. So anyway, <laughs> we get this where we kind of cut back to uh the house with Liz and everything and Ted is over there and he's obviously just trying to bang Liz. Like he's over there trying to make cookies and he's like you go take a shower and relax, oh, you enjoy yourself. That's so, that's
1: where uh Okay, never mind, never mind. I'll I'll
0: get I'll get to that in a second. No, no. This is yeah. This is the put the cookie down scene where. Yes, um, I was yeah, just about Arnie, to mention that. Yes, man. This is a, <laughs> this is probably one of the ones or the more iconic scenes or lines from it is where he yeah. you get Arnold on the phone and Ted answers up and he's literally just going oh, these cookies, it's like it's really uncomfortable. Um, but Arnold's like screaming at him like, "Put the cookie down! Put <laughs> cookie down! <laughs> There's some right cookies. Put it down!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man I, I love that I want to make that my ringtone somehow just like every time I get a text it just shouts like put the cookie down <laughs> <laughs> all right and then as he's walking away so he's he's not able to talk or Arnold's not able to like talk to his wife let him know he's still lying to her or whatever and you mean mm-hmm. you see Sinbad at the phones and Sinbad like offers he's like hey let's team up like you know if we you know, team up together, and then we might be able to track down a Turbo Man or whatever. But Arnold's like, nah, bitch, and then, like tries to run off or whatever. So, anyway, oh, going yeah, on yeah. here, yeah, dude. We go on to this big old mall, and in this establishing shot of the scene of this mall, like there's a freaking Ferris wheel, there's a roller coaster, there's a big old ball pit. Like, there's so much cool shit in this mall. Like, I don't know mall where it came from. Yeah, man, this is America. <laughs> Well, it is, it's
1: it's the mall of america the oh is it the world's biggest mall yeah oh is that is that in saint paul minnesota i believe it said mall of america on the movie unless i'm imagining I didn't, that yeah
0: dude i didn't catch it i just saw the establishing shot of the like the mall i didn't actually catch if it was the mall of america but this, this is like such a huge mall so we get like you know we get in there and we have like this this toy store and they have turbo man but they're gonna do a turbo man lottery so you have to like you know, mm-hmm. pick a ball, and if your ball gets called, then you're gonna get a Turbo Man, but that's gonna be double price. So with a with the dude announcing all this, like all hell breaks loose. It literally turns into a damn WWE match, to where like mm-hmm. people are throwing each other and dog piling on top of Arnold. Which I think it'd be a lot of fun to be the old lady that like pile drives Arnold, trying to get these like little rubber balls or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: <laughs> and as they're like fighting over it, um, Sinbad gets the one ball that's like ball number two or whatever. And people tackle him. They literally dogpile on top of Sinbad. And then when they do that, like, before they cut away, he's saying, like, Sinbad's saying, Rodney King, Rodney King, which I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And then, um, so we get this. Arnold's, like, following the most damn bouncy ball in the world trying to catch this thing. And it falls into a ball pit. And this kid just picks it up and eats it. Well, it, it
1: falls into the stroller first, right?
0: Oh, does it? I thought it, like, bounced all the way down. And he's, like, chasing it. Like, yeah, so dude, there's like a he,
1: stroller like, going by, and it like bounces into this little kid's lap, and yeah. he's like staring at him, and then he's like chasing after the stroller down the elevator, all the way up until they get to like the the jungle gym pit or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was the thing is like the the chase was going so crazy that I didn't even like. I was just like I can't even take notes. I just oh, put yeah. down crazy crazy <laughs> ass chase that it ends in ball pit, and when yes, it ends in ball, yes. like yeah, it just goes. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was the most damn bouncy ball in the world. It's like bouncing (laughs) off the walls, the escalator, the piano, just everything in the mall. And so he finally, and this kid just like goes to eat it and Arnold's like in a frenzy. (laughs) He's in this (laughs) bloodlust. So he tries to like get it out of this kid's mouth. And literally every parent, like this makes sense. Like they try and attack Arnold and they're like calling him a pervert and everything. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm not a pervert. I'm not.
1: (laughs) See that that scene is way sillier with arnold schwarzenegger than
0: like with tim allen it would just be like (laughs) yeah it wouldn't be as funny i feel like because tim allen like arnold always tries to play it straight even though it it comes off goofy but i feel like tim allen like it'd just be funny if like the only line or the only noise he made was like the the home improvement noise where he goes (laughs) like just a whole cut of that This movie would a, be so much sadder with Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like too. You know, it'd be a lot. It, it definitely would be a lot more sad. Or anyone like you know, any like you know, kind of humdrum Joe like Chevy Chase or Tim Allen or anyone mm. that you know in that ballpark.
1: So yeah, anyway, yeah.
0: Arnold's Arnold's walking away. He's defeated, and we get introduced to was it? Was it was John Belushi. It was one of the Belushies, but mm. he's playing Belushi's playing this like sleazy Santa, um, and he's like, "Hey buddy, I'll sell you. I'll sell you one of these Turbo Men for you know." So then Arnold's like, yes, I will do it. So they drive out to this, like, factory, and it's just, it's, this is where the movie, I feel like, it just starts to get weird for people. I mean, I'm still on board. I'm I'm still riding this crazy train, but I feel like a lot of people saw this, and they're like, alright, I'm checking out, so, but this this warehouse is just full of fucking Santas. Like, everyone in there is just dressed as Santa Claus. So it's like the Santa Fetish Club in here, and they're all making toys and stuff, like all these cheap knockoff toys, just to, like, you know scam people so they're like all right all right arnie they had a whole operation going yeah man like i I was like no i have no idea like how they're running this thing and why they all have to dress as santa claus but hey to each their own man so they tell him they're like all right arnie we're that's gonna be 300 bones for this you know and then there he's like fine i will give you 300 dollars and they like he hands (laughs) over the money and when he opens it up it's like it's a turbo man that's like talking in spanish and it's like it's like head and arm pops off or something yeah, it's like a super knockoff. It's like it's like Walmart version Turbo Man. So and so Best like guy. Yeah man. And then like the like Arnold doesn't get some action here. Like all these Santa's, like he's getting mad, so all these Santa's try to start fighting him. And there's like a scene right. with nunchucks and stuff. All right, the motherfucking big show. Yes, dude. I was gonna like Paul White, big show, like WWE's big show, is in this. And dude, that guy is so cool, man. Like everything that he's in, like he's such a like a big friendly giant guy, and he made Arnold awesome. look so tiny. Yeah, yeah, man. Like when he comes out there and he's like, "I'm gonna deck your halls, bub." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, deck those halls, big show." <laughs> but then, um, the mini Santa he was played by uh, the late Vern Troyer, um, the dude that played mini Me and Austin Powers. Oh like no the, way! Yeah, yeah. So there's like this part where, um, like this mini, like mini Santa Claus, like grabs onto Arnold's head. Um, and that was Vern Troyer and like yeah he's he's he passed away in 2018 um, sadly oh, but such, yeah such a yeah such a cool actor dude um but anyway like it was this funny thing where you get like Big Show um so like Arnold like ducks and there's like uh, Vern Troyer's on Arnold's head and like Big Show just knocks the hell out of like um Vern Troyer and like oh, Vern Troyer yeah. goes flying and the, the the only reason I bring that up is just Big Show's delivery if he goes little buddy like he's oh, yeah. so. He's so hurt that he accidentally punched his friend. <laughs> so, and then, ta- and then, um, one of the other elves or whatever, he get like tasers Arnold's balls, and then they do a big oh, old yeah. Santa, Santa dog pile on top of him. Um, and just just in time, you get the cops busting in uh, to to break this up or to to bust up this toy scam operation that these these Santas got running here. So and all right so dude tell me what you think of this scene so like when he picks up like the cops are coming in and doing all this and he he picks up the toy badge or whatever like how did that even like even correlate as being like the cops being like not asking questions very like okay you're an undercover cop what district are you with or like what precinct are you with any <laughs> any like one question and he would have been like uh oh no <laughs> so you
1: know i i, sus- I suspended my uh disbelief uh a while back
0: <laughs> yeah I guess I feel like i yeah i should I guess I should stop asking questions when there was like a Santa with numchucks, so and then anyway, so we get this like as he he he's able to escape by kind of conning his way out of there, pretending to be an undercover. Well, who do you he say
1: he's detective uh howard lang and i I tried looking that up. I didn't know if it was like an homage or anything, and all
0: I could well find his name was... was Howard Langston, so I think he just used his real name
1: oh okay yeah i didn't You're catch. Like... i didn't
0: catch it i was just more fixated on like this cop could literally just ask like hey can i see that badge one more time and then it's literally just a, a toy so <laughs> but anyway so i guess he, he was able to con his way out of here because those cops are big dummies and as he's driving away his car breaks down and then it's like lame and then he has to like put he literally pushes his car all the way to this diner which it's arnold schwarzenegger of course he can do that dude he's jacked in the moon so and anyway we cut back to to ted here this this scummo, and he's he's out there just trying to trying to get in liz's pants it's very mm. uncomfortable to watch so oh, yeah yeah and it was like they're doing this thing where um they're like checking out the reindeer or whatever and then ted's kid is like yeah i named the reindeer ted and then he was talking to Jamie. He's just like, yeah, my life's kicked ass ever since my parents got a divorce. Your parents should get a divorce. And thankfully, Jamie gets very upset and runs away, like, you know, to go home.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then when he, like, Jamie runs in the house and he gets a call from Arnold and he's just like, he goes, Arnold's like, hey, put your mother on the phone. And uh, Jamie's like, nah, I can't. She's next door petting Ted. And he's like, what? <laughs> put your mother on the phone. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that voice has gotten annoying to some person at this point to where they're just like, I, I can't listen to this dumbass, keep doing this. So <laughs> It, oh, it hasn't man. gotten
1: it hasn't gotten boring for me yet or t- I, i'm not i am absolutely not tired
0: of. yeah dude i mean you can't work. you're the guest i mean i i can't you can't like quit mid-recording even if you did if you were like yeah i can't keep doing this i'd be like fine and then i would literally just make you sit there and listen to me talk about the rest of this I'm like fine, fine fine you're still you still I mean, have the recording the,
1: the title is don't you dare talk to me and i i i, I dared to do so
0: Yeah, that's right. This is what you get, Will. I'm going to go on a nonsense (laughs) rant about Jingle all the way and then talk about how cool Sinbad, I think Sinbad is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this, like, as he's checking out, like, this diner or whatever, he gets some coffee, and I don't know how Sinbad keeps tracking this guy down. He just keeps bumping into him, but Sinbad's at that same same diner, so they start having a drink, like, they spike Mm. their coffee with some rum or whatever that Sinbad brought, and they're just sitting there, bonding over old christmas stories and this is really funny i looked this up so it was um the one toy that sinbad is talking about the uh, the johnny 7 oma or like mm. one man army it's actually yeah. and it's an actual toy it's like a real toy oh, um, no way it was like, yeah it's like seven guns in one um and then it was just like it was a real popular toy back then um so yeah when you get off here you should just look up johnny 7 oma um do you have do you have the computer right in front of you yeah i'm you typing can, it yeah, as you as you, as you... As you're yeah, yeah, me about just, it. yeah, Just hit Google, <laughs> Google Images, real quick on that. So anyway, the they're sitting there and they hear the radio, and the radio announces that like if you call in and name all of Santa's reindeer, you're gonna get a Turbo Man doll. And so these two fucking sociopaths like jump up and go for the phone, and they're like trying to call in, and Sinbad like riffs out the phone line, and then the, oh, the, the poor owner
1: guy, of the place, he's like,
0: <laughs> he's like, I gotta get these guys out of here.
1: Yeah,
0: it's two blocks away. <laughs> He's like, just just go there, just go bug this guy, right? Yeah, I get out of here. If he's just like, I just got to get these guys out of here because they're about to kill each other. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so they like they do it. They go, they run all the way to the studio, and I I, I was writing in my notes here. I said tries to bust in, and I scratched it out. It says does busting because Arnold literally like just smashes through the studio window with his gigantic body, <laughs> and this this radio DJ is likely terrified, and he like phones the cops and everything. As Sinbad breaks in too, and they're like, "Give us your freaking Turbo Man!" Blah blah blah. was so... like,
1: "Isn't he just like, uh, just like naming off the the reindeer names?" Yeah,
0: yeah, that was what Arnold was doing when Arnold mm-hmm. like rushes in. He's just like Donna Blitzing, Rudolph, <laughs> like he was just like run like ranting him off, like wide eyed, just like running yeah. at this guy. Likely, I'd be terrified of these two men yeah. as they're like tearing up St. Paul um so the n plus two they're probably kind of like got a drunk they got a buzz on now man because they were in drinking and everything they're like you know and simba was killing that rum or whatever it was <laughs> so they go on like mixing much coffee with it that's for sure no i well the thing was he was like taking like at, near the end of the scene he was just like taking straight hits from that bottle so it's just like <laughs> damn this mailman's hardcore i forgot to mention that simbad's a mailman so he's running around dressed in <laughs> his like mailman outfit this entire movie so <laughs> Anyway, Sinbad does the the most scummy thing, and he pulls out a package, and he's just like, this is a bomb! This is a homemade bomb, and I'll, I'll blow us all up if you don't give me that turbo, man. And then they find out he, like, drops it on the ground, and he finds out it's not a bomb. Sinbad's just dumb, so... <laughs> Wasn't it they like a wind-up
1: toy or something, or like? It's, no, I think it's like a, a music box, box, box or something. Yeah, box. yeah, it's like yeah. a
0: jewelry box where it's like all crushed and stuff. So poor person wasn't gonna get that, you know, in the mail anytime soon. <laughs> so they go up, and the cops show up. Like a whole Blues Brothers worth of like cops show up just to arrest these two guys. And then Sinbad does the same thing twice. He pulls out another package, and he's just like, "It's a bomb! It's a bomb! I swear." and then like the cops believe him and they all they're all drop their yeah, pieces like
1: uh Arnold or he's like you know this guy and he's like yeah he's crazy he's like
0: he's like he's absolutely insane <laughs> which i think that's like one of the ones that was like impromptu or whatever where he's just like he's like tell him tell him man and he's like yes he is crazy <laughs> so the cops all drop their guns and Arnold and Sinbad are able to split but then, like, you get the scene of, like, one of the cops is, like, picking up the box or whatever, and he's like, I was on the I bomb squad the bomb <laughs> yeah." <laughs> and it's a real fucking bomb! Like, it blows up! So, <laughs> and, and, like, alright, so that's cool that this is a cartoon movie, but all those cops would have been toast. Like, that's... this guy, like, yeah, like, that was the moment for me.
1: Like you know, the moment for you was when Arnold picked up the badge and was like, "I am Detective Howard Lang." Yeah. Uh, the moment for me was when it went back to the cops, and it was just that one with like the wily coyote, like burnt face yeah, with the, hair spiky. Yeah, the
0: one in the middle and it shows later when he's like yes he his hands all bandaged up poor guy and they still make him like they still make him out on his beat or whatever while he's like all bandaged <laughs> up that sucks man but that was the thing is like when i saw that because it shows like the bomb blow up from like outside um or it shows like the window or whatever but the thing is when that happened i was like i was like oh my god and then it cut back and it just to show that the cops were all fine but like just to think, man, that would have been a bloody mess if this movie was based in reality. I, so. I loved
1: Sinbad's reaction to it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he just kind of shrugs his shoulders, like, "Damn, people are really are pretty evil out there." What
0: is wrong with this world? This world is yeah. sick. <laughs> 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 so then they go and like finally, when Arnold gets back to his car, his car is just trashed. Like no windows, no tires, just let's say "Merry Christmas" wrecked. on the windshield. Yeah, someone spray painted merry christmas on the windshield just it's wrecked so he goes home this is the low point of the movie he's just like with his busted ass car and then he sees ted in his house putting the star on top of his tree and he's just like he's oh, finally ted. had enough of it he's just like he's 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 like he's gonna take my cookies he's gonna take my you know my my star from putting on top of the tree and then like he he remembers that um that Ted told him that the, that he already got a Turbo doll for his kid. Um, so he was just Sitting like safely I'm going-
1: under my
0: tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, under my tree, tree, tree. <laughs> but then like Arnold does the, he's like, I'm going to go break in. So he breaks into Ted's house and steals this Turbo man. But then as he's leaving, I'm really glad that he has this moment of realization. He's just like, he starts to feel bad and he's just like, what am I doing? I need mm-hmm. to, I need to return this. But as he's returning, this reindeer must have been feeling Ted. frisky or something. <laughs> yeah, Ted the Reindeer, that is. He just wanted to, to like, kill Arnold all of a sudden. So this reindeer just charges after him and follows Arnold into the house. So you get this big old slapstick scene of this reindeer destroying the house, trying to chase Arnold down. Um, what happens next year? Oh, and then, like, everything catches on fire. Like, something gets knocked into the fireplace, and there's just mm. literally fire everywhere. So and,
1: I don't and remember then, the head of whichever
0: uh Oh the wise man. Yeah, one of the wise men. I forgot his name, but Ted was like, Oh no. <laughs> I forgot what he said. What yeah, I was... didn't catch yeah, I didn't catch that either. Um but then anyway, so he gets caught by Ted and his wife Liz. So he's just like Liz is like, What the fuck are you doing? And Ted's like, Yeah, for real, man, what are you doing? So mm. and then like they get mad and they leave. They're like, We're going to the Christmas parade and you can go suck an egg. So they leave and then like Arnold he faces off with this reindeer again and he's like so mad that this like reindeer charges him and Arnold just punches the motherfucking shit out of this reindeer. What does he
1: say? He's like, You picked the wrong day, buddy. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> You
0: picked the wrong day. And like it's funny because you see, like, as he does it, like you get a shot of like the reindeer falling down, and it has like the big open mouth, and it goes like,
1: Ugh! or whatever.
0: So, but it's cool. It shows him, it shows him like a scene afterwards of him like putting the reindeer out back and chaining it up and like giving it to the drinking buddies after Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have some beer after that. <laughs> Oh, man. Talk about a long day. You know, just like of all the things that Arnold's had to go through on this day. What a Christmas Eve to remember. Okay. So anyway, we get to the the big climactic act three. We're at the parade here. And at the beginning, I forgot to mention that Turbo Man is supposed to be here. So there's going to be like uh, someone in a Turbo Man costume. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that it was like, um, there was like Mr. Men and everything was there. And there's like a Sonic uh, dude in a Sonic costume there. Oh, so yeah. You, they had Gumby... Yeah, good news uh, there. A lot of '90s icons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so we get out here, and it all comes out that like we get uh, Liz and Ted sitting in the car, and it all comes out that Ted's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm trying to bang. Let's do this." Mm. So, but Liz ain't having it, and she clocks him with the uh the oh, what is it like the eggnog or whatever? Yeah, that he has the
1: non alcoholic eggnog.
0: oh yeah yeah man that's where you came from (laughs) skimped on that so he knocks ted the fuck out and he's just like okay he's covered in eggnog busted glasses he's like all right that's fine move on plenty of other plenty of other lonely wives to to try and chase up on Mm. what a creep
1: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah dude so arnie gets spotted by the one cop that he had like the encounter with Um, and the cop like chases him down and Arnold like our Howard like keep calling him Arnie um, (laughs) even though his name's Howard I'm I'm bad about that
1: anyway Howard and Arnold are definitely in the same they're they're in the same neighborhood
0: yeah I mean they play he plays pretty much himself in a way so anyway (laughs) he gets chased down by the cops and he hides out in this like or in this warehouse or whatever and this guy's like oh you're the guy that plays turbo man here and they like suit him up and everything ben and gibbard, then, like, gets... circa
1: 2000 like 14 who was it he well he looks just like ben gibbard from death cab for cutie
0: oh oh oh, oh. yeah i know what you're talking about
1: with like That's the long parted hair and the glasses
0: yeah and they're like they're kind of like doing the thing where they're just kinda, like shuffling him around getting them the turbo The sideburns side too <laughs> yeah even so do you know who plays you who, do you know like the name of the actor that played um Booster? He had a very he had a very familiar oh, voice, but I didn't look him He sounded
1: like he wasn't that actor, but he sounded like
0: uh who's the gu the, um, the parrot off aladdin? Yes, yes. Um Iago. I don't know who played Iago. Gilbert Godfried. No, 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 no. That wasn't Gilbert Godfrey. It would have ele- been um I don't know, but he had he had like one of those nasally voices. He's no, that that was Gilbert Gottfried that did Lago on Aladdin. No, no, that's what I mean. It was Gilbert Gottfried, but I I don't think the one that played Booster that was like trying to give Arnold directions the whole time of being. No, 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 no.
1: I, I just thought he sounded like him.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the dude that played Booster. I'll probably look it up afterwards, but he had it. It sounded very familiar. I should have written it down anyway. Mm. So we get this, and Arnold's like having a g- grand old time being Turbo Man up on this float, waving to all the people and everything. And then we get a shot of like this, the bad guy for Turbo Man or whatever. He's like waiting on the roof, waiting to like jump down to do like a little stage fight, but he gets garroted um, by <laughs> I wonder who. So. And then, like, he's supposed to give him, Arnold's supposed to give away this, you know, this Turbo Man action figure. And so he he's like, he's like, pick a kid, pick a kid. And Jamie is there in the crowd and he goes, Jamie. Oh, so but Jamie's saying, asshole
1: little friend, he's like, he's pointing at me. He's pointing oh, at yeah. me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That tubby little kid that he's just like, yeah, dude. That kid seemed like such a dick. And I feel I mean, like he was you know, Ted's Ted, Ted, son. So. Yeah. Ted's <laughs> not helping, man. Like, he's not <laughs> raising this kid at all. <laughs> so i shouldn't i shouldn't critique the parenting of ted i mean he seems a little busy though trying to bang every wife in the neighborhood so a little oh, what a yeah. bozo but yeah,
1: anyways everybody's so this guy,
0: yeah exactly the guy's upset a lot of cookie talk in this movie too like i've been leaving out, out a lot there's a lot of a lot of cookie talk i don't know if that's supposed to be innuendos but it's just like <laughs> oh your wife's cookies <laughs> so <laughs> anyways you get this he just he's like pick a kid jamie and jamie gets picked he's getting the, he gets the turbo man And then, like, here comes Sinbad, who plays. uh, He's Uh, like Dementor. Dementor. Thank you. I just haven't, I wrote him down as negative, man. I have
1: have Google in front of me.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Bitching. Yeah, man. Help me fill in the gaps here as we come to a close. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we get Sinbad. He's playing Dementor. And he literally, like, there's this big punch up between Sinbad and Arnie, and they're going back and forth. And then like he, where for what was it? Sinbad like chases uh, Jamie up onto like the roof or whatever, and he's like chasing this poor kid, trying to get the Turbo Man doll from him. And then and then this was like I feel like if if you're not if you have if you haven't left reality yet. Here's the time. It's when Arnold starts zipping around on this jetpack, going crazy like mm-hmm. just you know flying all over the city <laughs> in this jetpack, which. The technology must have been ahead of its time just for being like a simple air pump jetpack or whatever, like holy cow. <laughs> and I was like right now I was like, How is this even safe? Even that, the, like the, the
1: cinematography of it was like so ahead of its time. Looking at all the Marvel movies and like DC oh movies my... that came out like ten oh years my... later. God 20... dude, it's total green screen. 15 years mess, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, it's, man. It's everything yeah. bad about every flying fight scene in every every movie.
0: Yeah. Like, you, you might as well just show the wires at this point. So, he's, like, <laughs> jetpacking all over and I was just like, just wait till OSHA gets a hold of this. They're gonna have a field day. So, and then he's they, flying like crazy and then, like, fights Sinbad. I was kind of like, you know, this, this scene, whole scene is just, like, goes all over the place. But it ends up with Sinbad um, and Jamie, like, falling off of the top of the building and, like, hanging from this one, like, Christmas tree display. Um, And then like, then Arnold like throws his little turbo man boomerang at him and knocks Sinbad down. And this was like, of course it hits him on
1: the way back because it's a boomerang.
0: Yeah. And it like, it hits, it hits Sinbad and Sinbad falls and you get a shot of Arnold like pumping his fist and going, yeah. Like he was like, yeah, I killed that guy. I made him fall from a a 13 story building, (laughs) but it's cool. Sinbad falls onto like one of the inflatable floats and he's down to the count. So then you get, like, Jamie, he's about to fall, and he's like, ah, oh, help me, Turbo Man. And then Arnold jetpacks over, and he saves him. He saves this kid from falling to an imminent death on the pavement. So, and he's like, thanks, Turbo Man. And then, like, we we get it down, and things are starting to calm down, and everyone's cheering, and it's so excited for all the, you know, fantastic displays that they, you better hope to God that was staged, man, because that, that must have been intense to watch. Yeah, <laughs> meanwhile, two, Liz two, is standing two, there, and help. she just,
1: like, puts out this little sigh of relief when turbo man catches her falling
0: child <laughs> like, yeah dude like i feel like any mother would just be losing her freaking <laughs> mind just yeah. looking at this you just see her
1: hand like lightly go on her like chest and just like, like Ooh, okay
0: oh no <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. she must she's like i don't give a shit about that kid <laughs> anyway he's. And he's like, he fall, and then like when they're all settled, he's just like Jamie's like, how do you know my name? And then he's just like, because I'm Turbo man. <laughs> and he's like, I'm your father. The small visor disguises me. I'm your daddy. Can't you see me? <laughs>
1: so who is your Turbo daddy man. and what does he do?
0: <laughs> so here's the thing that sorry, I had to heck do heck the kindergarten
1: this. cop reference real quick. What was it? Kindergarten cop. Yeah, yeah. You dude. know his line. He's like, who is your daddy and what does he do?
0: sorry sorry only... that that yeah, was no, that was he... me
1: going off the rails
0: <laughs> no man i love kindergarten Cop. but the only thing i took i took from that movie is just the tumor scene where he's just like he keeps screaming it's not the tumor it's not <laughs> and the kids are like it's probably a tumor and he's like it's not the tumor <laughs> so plus he looks like bad deck or what was it some i forget what i'm even fucking saying i'm so tired right now anyway so we, this is the one part that confused the heck out of me so sinbad gets arrested but turbo man doesn't like <laughs> so sinbad's oh, yeah. getting hauled away in cuffs and then jamie i guess you know grows a heart and he goes over and he he like gives sinbad the turbo man for his kid he goes here you oh, can wait, have wait. we gotta
1: rewind back to the big reveal
0: oh what <laughs> what
1: was the reveal he's like He's like, "How do you know my name or whatever?" He's like, "Because I am your." (laughs) He's like, "Yeah, I I said that." I was like, "I'm your daddy.
0: I'm your father." (laughs) Yeah, dude. He like takes off the helmet and he just is like, "He goes, whoa, my dad is Turbo Man." (laughs) Which I'd have more. Even as a kid, I feel like I'd have a shit ton of questions. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. What is going on here? Uh, You've lied to me so much in the past, Dad. You've never kept your promises, and now you're saying you're Turbo Man. Like, what is this? What is this joke?" (laughs) so anyway but but anyway in the reality of the movie jamie's totally stoked and then sinbad's getting arrested which really fucking sucks because he didn't do any he did just as much crime as arnold did but arnold's walking away scot-free oh yeah. so and then but anyway jamie the kid gives sinbad the turbo man for his kid so that's really touching and he's just like yeah i got the real turbo man at home which i'm pretty sure they're not gonna let him keep that costume guarantee you no. so even if he did poop in it a little so <laughs> a lot <laughs> you can't tell me he didn't poop like after flying all over the city no matter how tough guy you are like i feel like you would piss yourself like crazy oh yeah know? and it's not yeah, going he... anywhere you saw how that material looked yeah exactly so anyway we get the credits roll do 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 but then this is like before it's time like the marvel movies now uh there's a nice little after credit scene where you get arnold chilling with uh liz and she's like oh so what'd you get me for christmas and you get the oh shit arnold look at the end there so that was meant to actually set up a sequel um but we never really got one with Arnold but matter of fact we did get a sequel um with Larry Larry the cable guy and I'm not touching that turd with a 10 foot no, pole. No no that is a turd to... I will not get by. Yeah dude I mean like that's the thing is like this one has a lot of hokey comedy and everything but uh, I just I I can't get with Larry the cable guy. I remember no. some guy i used to hang out with him. he made me watch like delta farce and i literally just i wanted to like stick my head in a wood chipper i just it was just so boring and really yeah. bad like that's the thing is like i feel like i can, I love bad movies if you want if you've been listening since the first episode i re- i've gone on a fucking tangent all the time about how how i like bad movies but the thing is like i hate movies they're, they're only bad when they're boring but this one ain't it man like this, this is a lot of fun from start to finish you don't know, you can be any age, any race, any gender and you'll still enjoy this movie. It's a lot of fun, a lot of Christmas spirit, a lot of Arnold blah, blah, and <laughs> Oh yeah, bad a lot jokes. of classic Arnold. <laughs> yeah, a lot of classic Arnold roars and stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, that reminds me of All right, this is rewinding a lot, but one of my favorite lines by Ted. Yeah. Uh, this is after this this is right when Arnold almost catches Ted's house on fire, I yes. think. But he looks over at him and he's like, "You can't bench press your
0: way out of this one."
1: i didn't catch I, that dude
0: i didn't even get that yeah, yeah. dude ted's got some balls on him like to yeah. be able to just go out and say that just like to not only one trying to stick at the arnold's wife and not expect to get his head knocked off like he's yeah. still like making clips at him and stuff which he couldn't arnold couldn't bench press his way out of that one so no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny little line I, phil hartman i really wish he was in more stuff man he probably is but I just don't pay attention. <laughs> anyway, man, that was that was the end of Jingle All the Way. That's all I got here. Don't you ever dare talk to me about it. Um, what you, that just kind of moving on here? Uh, so I know that you said this is like, you know, this this is your favorite Christmas movie. I don't know, mm. man. I, I feel like this is definitely topping the charts for me, too, after giving in a second watch. So I had a lot of fun watching this. So. Yeah,
1: it, it's the one movie I really like that's, a, like, about Christmas, I feel like. Uh Like, in, in as all Christmas movies, like, I, I'd go with, you know, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, even though they have nothing to do with Christmas. I'm
0: sorry, did you just say Lord of the Rings as a Christmas movie? Oh, totally. All right, okay, well, fantastic, Will. You just landed yourself another episode of Obscure Christmas, or not a Christmas movie, because I did one with Die Hard 1 and 2 of trying to justify as to how it was um, not a christmas movie but i'd love for you to to come back on here so we can discuss that again because that doesn't make any damn sense to me as to how that'd be a christmas movie i know harry potter that does have christmas scenes but yeah. does that make it a christmas movie cuz like uh,
1: harry potter's totally a christmas movie that's it's 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 a movie you watch during christmas
0: i think that's the so, best way to put it my definition of like christmas movies well this is just the baseline that i used for the diehard episode was like it has to have these elements like I, oh, I also
1: it was released on december 19th
0: well damn it i mean like hold on i have all the notes here let me go back i'll just read off the all right so these were these were my requirements for it to be a christmas movie let's see just real quick we'll do a little sneak preview here um okay just to believe it's a christmas movie it has to be set on or close to christmas has christmas music that is used uh santa claus or santa references are used um a set piece relating to a holiday whether it be a family get together office party uh traveling during christmas um there are gifts that are given and it snows at one point so those are the those are like the baseline that i gave (laughs) a Um, lot
1: of those things you listed off were in lord of the rings all right. Well,
0: save that because I would love to ha- I would love to have you back on here as another episode okay. while we are while we we're get me Christmas those bullet yet. points
1: and I will match those up to Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh heck yeah man. I'll send it over to you because I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to do another episode of like obscure or like Christmas movies that are not Christmas movies. So I came across one. What was it? It was like Gingerbread Man when I was looking and it was like it a has like, it's, like from No, no, it's from like um there's Ginger Dead Man, where it's about Gary oh. Busey, who's like a killer gingerbread man. Yeah, um, yeah. But then Gingerbread Man, it's like this one uh, drama from the 90s that has like uh, Robert Duvall, her- Daryl Hannah, um, Robert Downey Jr. And he's like this lawyer that helps this one woman get her dad locked up because um, he's a total dick and freak. And then, um, then like the guy, he gets out or whatever and it's just this big whole drama. But I was going to try and justify how that's Christmas movie. I have to go back and watch it again. So <laughs> anyway, it's pretty dude. Christmassy yeah exactly so i'm gonna wrap it up here it's been a fantastic fun episode having you on will don't you ever dare talk to me just kidding uh (laughs) yeah dude was there anything thanks for having me man yeah of course dude it's always fun is there anything that you want to plug before we go uh
1: no not really uh you know i had a great time i'll say that
0: yeah dude. so anyway, listener, if you took the time to listen to all this all the way through, I definitely appreciate you just because it shows that i 'm doing something right and i 'm going to continue trying to make these episodes and hopefully that they're continuing to receive well. Um, if you want to help me out and if you're on if you have the uh, access to the Apple podcast app it 's that purple icon comes free on every iPhone, just go on there, look up the podcast, and drop me five stars or however many stars you think I deserve, and to just write a quick little review. You can say that i 'm following instructions that hey, he told me to do this. You can tell me that Andrew likes Sinbad. It could be anything. So it just really helps with the algorithm of getting the uh, the Apple or like the Apple's weird algorithm of getting the podcast driven up the charts. Um, but yeah, man, and if too, if you have any ideas for episodes or if you just want to give your two cents, you look me up on Facebook there. That's uh, Don't You Dare Talk To Me or you can look me up on Instagram. Don't You Dare Talk To Me, just like the podcast, okay? Will, is there anything you want to do for a send-off?
1: Uh oh, you know what? I didn't have a good send-off line. I'll need to make one next time.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll be prepared. So happy holidays, listener. And thanks for listening. Good listening on you.